welcome to season three of Thoughts from Player One. As oh! always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And it's we're season back. Three. We did it, guys. Trace. Uh, as you were all very aware, we were taking our post-season break this mm-hmm. this last winter mm-hmm. season here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like we did last year, we took a break in de- December and about half of January. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're back mm-hmm. for season three, so get ready for mm-hmm. the absolute hottest takes. Get ready for the best reviews, the deepest insights, and the funniest jokes, because we are going to ramp it up to 11th gear 11th. 11th gear. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you can so fast. Fucking good shit like that for the entire season three. Just yes. so many good gears. So um, many gears. So uh, over this over this New Year's break, Duncan uh-huh. and I did find some time to hang uh-huh. out again, which was always uh-huh. good. Um mm, well, got ourselves well, I mean it was you know, it's okay. It was it's all usually right. okay. It's sometimes yeah. all right. Yeah. And that's the hallmark of a good friendship, right? If when you hang yeah. out, sometimes it's all right. Yeah. If you don't fight, it's worth it. Exactly. Right? That, that I mean, right? just the never, lowest fucking bar. Never go to bed angry. That's a podcast tip for all you all you little podcasters <laughs> who haven't made it yet. Like we have. <laughs> never go to, to bed here angry. At the top, we've got a hundred download <laughs> episodes. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So, so never go to bed angry, and uh, always have some laughs beforehand. It always mm. helps. And don't don't forget to eat your vegetables. That helps. Do too. not. Forget. Oh, my God. I, what, I what down a pre-podcast salad. Ate? I had a pre-podcast salad. You know, that's wow. what I do. Every day Holy before shit. we record, I have a salad that's about, I mean, I would say 25 to 30 ounces. Um, and it's mm-hmm. it's lettuce and spinach and tomatoes and olives and broccoli and cauliflower. And sometimes Holy I get shit. some carrots in there, some avocado. Uh, this one God. had cranberries and pecans. Oh, and, my God. And venison and a little Alex. bit of turnip and turnip oil. Oh it doesn't stop. Is that it? Yeah, that was it. No, oh. I mean, I before this, I actually had, like, some rice and chicken with some green peppers in it. So that's really more like what I do in terms of vegetables. Oh but God. definitely do have vegetables. Alex, vegetables for days. I ran out of vegetables that I know, and that's actually kind of bad, because I think there are a lot more vegetables. There's a lot more vegetables. Well, you just said lettuce. Like, there's so many kinds of lettuce. Well, yeah, but I figured I'd get them all in one, you know? Are you an iceberg kid? Uh, I don't really like lettuce that much, honestly. It kind of sucks. What about spinach? Spinach is all right. I like spinach. I kind of, you know what? I'll say it. I kind of like cabbage. I like cabbage. Cabbage is legit. People are all like, cabbage is the worst. And, you know, those hot season three takes about cabbage. Yo, yo, yo when you go to Subway, do you get do you get lettuce or spinach? If I go to Subway, I get exactly one sandwich, and that is, is it the, the sweet chicken, onion chicken teriyaki. No, it is a chicken okay. bacon ranch on wheat with uh, barbecue sauce and obviously mm-hmm. chipotle and uh, ranch and some shredded cheese, and I like oh to get boy. the chicken not cut up. I like to get them in actual things, uh, and that's mm. that's the only thing I will get. And it's so bad for me, and there's yeah. no vegetables on it. So no, I don't go get... to Subway if you're not getting vegetables. I mean, I've been to Subway like once in the last year and a half. Wow, that's that's an achievement. <laughs> Was that an achievement to not <laughs> go to Subway? I don't know. It's super convenient. I fresh, mean, I quote unquote. <laughs> Uh, they say that, but mm, I don't know. I'm not so certain it's as fresh as they're always telling us it is. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's stop throwing shade at Subway here. Yeah, we do and, need sponsors uh, still. Subway hit us up. Uh, no, <laughs> this is, no, 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 just Heelys. 
just healies. We're still trying. We're gonna get it one day. Um, so yeah, this is gonna be uh, our introductory episode to season three. We figured we'd kind of coast on in, so as opposed to jumping into um, our our last Life is Strange episode because that came out over the mid or between season break. Um, yeah. We are gonna hop on that hot hot bandwagon of giving you our best of list because that's what everyone's doing right now, and it seems to be I don't know that's people seem likes. to like those. So yeah, that's why we're doing it. It's the only reason we're doing it is because other people like it. Yeah, we don't we, we don't like have it. creative integrity, so don't yeah yeah. Um, but so, we put a twist. Yeah. So as opposed to being <laughs> the best games of 2017, they're the best games that we've ever covered here on Thoughts from Player One. Yeah, so all you long-time listeners out there, you really get a get a big spectrum of what we've played and what our long-term opinions are. That's right, <laughs> and all of you, you new listeners, opinions. just, I mean, it's a list of games that I'll read off, so it's still going to be yeah. pretty interesting for you, I hope. Yeah. So the games that are nominatable are... Starting from the oldest, Papers, Please, The Fall, Dropsy, Firewatch, Soma, Her Story, Contrast, Doom, Detention, Life is Strange, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Inside, Pyre, Kentucky Route Zero, kind of, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Doki Doki Literature Club. And That Dragon Cancer. And that Dragon Cancer. Oh my god, I missed that one. Just fucking skipped right over it. I was like, I don't know what's going on right now, but I hate it. <laughs> okay. Also, also, we did an episode on um, three small itch.io games. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to guess those didn't pop up on well, either of our lists. Sorry. So they were nominatable, but they didn't <laughs> Sorry, make it. Sorry, Huntress of the Howl. Not really going to make it on my list. <laughs> yeah, you know, you had a good thing going, um, but yeah. check out our Itchstravaganza episode for that one. Um, <laughs> and then... Falling into each of those, Duncan and I are each going to give our picks. We're not going to try and, like, you know, create a long list or anything. Um, For each of the following categories, uh, categories we'll be covering today are most surprising, (gasps) best protagonist slash antagonist, lasting effect, most mechanically interesting, best art, best story, needs to be played, best sonic level, (laughs) am I on drugs, Worst game, best music, and then we'll cap it all off with each of our favorite games that we have played so far. You didn't say it right. It's, am I on drugs? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Good delivery, though. Let me me give it another (laughs) shot here. Okay. Uh, We got best Sonic level. Our next category is, am I on drugs? (laughs) What was that? Was that okay? What were they doing, weed, when they made this game? (laughs) They were on the weeds. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Um, so yeah, uh, quick note up top here. This is probably going to be a spoilery episode. I'm going to try not to go into 100%. spoilers too much, but well, there will probably be at least one or two throughout the course of it. For games we'll you warn you. We'll yeah. warn you if we're going to talk about a game and then there's spoils, but we'll probably will. So Yeah, there will almost certainly be spoilers for some of the more popular games we played. Um, mm-hmm. I think that pretty much covers it. The only thing yeah. I did want to say is, you know, just really excited to be back here for Season 3. Yeah. And just off the top, just so everyone is aware, we're going to try and be a little more consistent. But also give us a little bit of leeway because uh, I am moving across the country in two weeks. So we may have a little bit of inconsistency in the next month or so in our episodes. I know you can't see it, but I'm like rubbing my uh my fist against my eye and making like a crying face like (laughs) (laughs) okay well indicate that that, uh that you a little bitch okay i'm sorry that i'm (laughs) fucking moving my bad 
I'll just record from a yeah, goddamn yeah, yeah. car then, and then we'll be you real good. It. People are going to love the audio coming off of that one. It'd be really fun. It'd <laughs> be so bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> Anyways, yes. Please do give us some slack in these first couple months. Also, please have given us some slack for the December, January timeline they where we know. didn't mention. Do they they know. <laughs> <laughs> They've all hibernated. Of course. That's what I did, too. That's why we didn't record. Let's get into this one, because I don't want to make too long of an episode, and yeah. I'm, I'm worried about some of these. So I figure for this, what we can do is we'll switch off. I'll read mine first, and then in the next category, you read yours first. I'm good to go. All right. Cool. All right. So our first category we had was most surprising. We did not discuss too much of the specifics of what these categories mean beforehand to leave them yeah. kind of open-ended. Um, so most surprising, at least in my interpretation of it, was pretty straightforward, a game that we did not necessarily expect um to be good or a game that did something that we didn't expect i wouldn't be surprised if we have exactly the same game for this one (laughs) you Um, wouldn't be surprised on most surprises (laughs) (laughs) it was doki doki literature club (laughs) because fucking of course it was yeah um so i guess spoilers in this category pretty obviously because we're going to talk about doki doki a little bit Uh, i don't want to give too much away for people who haven't played it um just to say that that game goes some fucking places i think we can i think we can talk about it if you haven't played the game right now you're you're a chump that's true they just uh who has two million downloads on that game yeah yeah so i think we can talk about it it's a free game if you haven't played it go play it right now. spoilers i i think that the anticipation that like hour and a half of just pure nothingness Mm -hmm. is so perfect for the for the creme de la creme the grandmaster spoil, the grandmaster surprise of mm. uh, of the horror element, and I yeah. really, really loved it. And it still means a lot to me to this day that a game could have the patience that this one did to uh, really give you a proper spook. Totally, the game does not work. I think if it just becomes a horror game twenty minutes in and it's three hours of that, it only works because it lulls you into a sense of security. I convinced my brother to play it recently after a long time trying to get him to do so and even having told him numerous times that it was super good you just have to give it a lot of time and trust me trust me it's so good he went to bed before like the turn in the game and yeah. almost didn't keep playing it because he thought i was still just trolling him because it had been so long of the game just <laughs> being exactly what it purports to be yeah it's wonderful um i i got two people from work to play it that was really fun um which i did not expect them to and uh, it's is very interesting to see like different walks of life's reaction to it all be the same and all really uh enjoy it so uh, this was this was a big surprise i mean it wasn't just the surprise there's a lot of other good elements in this game totally. obviously but like that was definitely the best biggest part of it and uh yeah that's yeah. A, it's like it's a dope one this game was a surprise in literally every respect in terms of the quality of it, in terms of it actually, you know, having a surprise turn. And then just in terms of how popular it's gotten. Like, I had not expected it to pop off. I had wanted it to, writing. but, like, yeah. It, the, the game definitely embodies this category. It was, I think, by far the easiest one for me to pick from our entire list of games. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I, I want to add, the, like, the writing and, like, some of the ending part where... You're, uh, you know, sitting with her in space. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that Monica says, Sam, just, just really smart and well-written. Like, there's so much cool hidden stuff in there that it's also surprising that's, like, 
beyond the game and like looking into the files and all that yeah stuff. the it's arg been, goes with it it's, it's been out there it's it's really neato it is a very very cool game and uh by its by its very purpose very surprising so congratulations doki doki literature club you are thoughts from player one's most surprising game of season one and two combined so that's a real prestigious award if you want to hang your hat on that one congratulations this is a big one this next one's a big one mm-hmm. it's best protagonist antagonist and uh throw in an extra one best best grill best girl god damn it your favorite girl favorite girl gamer <laughs> no <Okay>. no <laughs> not like this all right you know my favorite protagonist um was a hard tie and i want to talk about both of them just a little bit but okay but you have to come answer, up with an answer my final answer is max caulfield okay all right favorite protagonist did not see that one coming what's your favorite protagonist uh, so I, I kind of went back and forth on this a little bit, um, but I think in the end it was, it was always going to be this. My favorite protagonist, I did sort of cheat a little because I chose two, but I think it's because they only work as a combination, and that would be Henry and Delilah from Firewatch. I knew you were going to pick that. You did. You did. <laughs> but, but hear me out. It. For all yeah. of the issues that you had with that game, for all of the story being a letdown, yes. that yes. you, you think, again, I don't, um, for you not necessarily loving the turn, uh, for all of that, the characters were the part of that story that just worked. Like, See, on that's, pretty that much every same, level. That was the same response for mine, too. Is I just I just like this character on like a lot of levels. Even if she's flawed. Even if she's written a little flawed. Mm-hmm. Just... Just my favorite and my best. Uh, but I, I recognize that. I just, they're just too normal for me to be my, like, favorite or best. That's, like, not, that's not... what makes them their actual flawed people that were believable from the first minute they talked until the game end. They were believable. They were flawed. They were relatable. They were, they were too believable, though. What the fuck is that? They were too believable. No, it was a story just... of self-redemption about somebody who goes into the woods to run away from his problems. It was a story that had to be believable to be anything. Alex, just because it's believable doesn't mean it's good. No, but the fact that it was written well tends to. Yeah, but there's a lot of games that are written well. I, I mean, I'm just saying, in all the games I, we play, I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad character. I'm just not saying it's the best i know that you're not and i'm saying i understand and respect your opinion however wrong it may be and that's yeah. that's just where we'll have to come with this one we'll have i to come to that one uh i i think it's it's i don't have to go too deep in why i think max is best character there just because like i just like all the um <clears throat> responses to things she has and like i mean max is still kind of you because you're still making those decisions through mm-hmm. her so um you know, my max is different than all yours maxes, and I think that's kind of cool because you can. There's a bunch of games where you're playing that character and stuff like that, but uh, it's more. It feels more like building a person rather than just being an idle like controller. Yeah, they um, do. They do a really good job of giving you control over which direction you want to take that character while also having her be a defined character. Like no matter right. what, there are things about her that are the same in every single game. Her sense of humor her reactions to things it's just a matter of you know a couple of core things that you change right you want to know my second pick yeah doom guy really i love (laughs) i love how just there's 
there's so many situations that are put in front of them, and he just doesn't give a fuck about anything. He doesn't. I love it. There's so many protagonists out there these days that are, like, so emotionally gripped with this and that or the other thing, or they're, like, you know, in conflict, and there's always something. But the Doom guy, there's just nothing. You're just out there. You're just, you know, he's just doing the thing, and he, like, he knows what he has to do. He knows what he wants to do, and he just does it. Just fucks everything up. There's, like, a certain just, like, I just love that for some reason. So it, it came as a close second, and I couldn't really decide. I can 100% respect that. That is yeah. that is good. I really, if we didn't do protagonist, I would have had something of a difficulty trying to decide whether or not I should have had Wolfred on that list, Wolfred Sandalwood from Pirate, oh, yeah. because he yeah. was such a cool character, but he's not the protagonist. Um, yeah. And well, I don't he think he would have made was. the cut, but I really liked him. No, you were yeah. definitely the protagonist. Yeah, I mean, I'd count him as a protagonist. Anyways, that, that's neither here nor there. But that. yeah, he wouldn't have won anyway. Um, Antagonist, go. This one was interesting because I looked through our list of games and there weren't a lot of good antagonists in our list of games. Yeah. Um, which is surprising because normally I'm like all about that dynamic. Um, yeah. So I did kind of, I went back and forth a little bit. Um, and like, you know, I really thought about maybe Mr. Jefferson from Life is Strange, but also kind of think he sucks, no. so I decided he's, he's pretty not quickly. A good ad- I mean, yeah. Okay, no, yeah, he's Sorry. bad. So I did end up going with uh, Monica from Doki Doki mm. Literature Club again, because I think she is a really interesting antagonist with the just the way that that game plays with her character and tries to make her sympathetic while also kind of imbuing her with this, you know, ultimate power and the way that she kind of manipulates the game is is just something that although her character may not be the strongest on the list of antagonists i think her Mm -hmm. as an antagonist is the most interesting in the list of our games yeah no i think that was my second pick so i really respect that okay Uh, my first pick was hannah smith from um what from her story really okay yeah because i think there's many there's like a lot of levels to that character mm-hmm. of why they ended up doing what they did in going through their backstory and everything like that or her backstory i guess is just like i don't know i found that experience really fascinating and because you didn't really know she was the antagonist when you started but you learned by the end that like hey this is something that she actually did she's split personality like this is the same person that you're talking to like or it was is just it? really cool. It's open-ended. It is. Yeah, I know. But it's, come yeah. on. I, come I mean, on. I'm <laughs> in that camp, but I can understand yeah. the argument for the other side. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, so, I completely respect that. I think her character was, was really interesting as well. Yeah. She's got that great song, too. Yeah, yeah. I really liked her. I, I had the same issue where I looked through, and I realized that a lot of these games, uh, their antagonist was themselves or the environment or, totally. like, the world around them. So it was really hard to pick. So I will yeah, say – toughy. Um, Honorable mention, um, which I'm going to throw a couple of honorable mentions in here. Uh, yeah. Just not somebody who I actually thought the antagonist was cool, but somebody who I think the antagonist like made the story really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't actually look this up, so I don't know their exact name because I forget, but it was the um, school counselor from Detention who really oh, only gets right. introduced in the last quarter of the game or so, but kind of oh, changes everything that that game is. Oh, and, like, shit. goes from yeah. being this cool guy to this, like, actual creep, like, so quickly and just makes the whole game by his introduction and what it, like, does to the story. Yeah, that one, that's a really good pick. I didn't so, think of that one. Yeah. Best girl. 
this girl Alex. <laughs> I mean, so we're talking in the pantheon of all the games we've all played. All girls, here, right? all girls, all games we've played. You gotta, you gotta date one of them. Okay, uh, so what are we doing? Or we gotta date, date one, or like this them. is the girl that is just like the best girl, the most interesting girl, or is this Listen, like who Listen, I'm looking for Alex. for compatibility? Duncan, you gotta clarify all of it, these all of it, all of it, Alex. Oh God, that's such a hard ah. Uh, I wasn't ready for this question. Okay, because all right, you all right. added we'll it. We'll come back to it. We'll uh, come back to okay, it. Okay, okay. Mine was Jodariel. <laughs> oh, no fucking surprise there. Duncan picked Jodariel, <laughs> the fucking babe that he has a crush girls. on. It could have been one of the Doki girls. You never knew. I mean, yeah, I guess that's possible, but that's not who makes my list. That's all I'm saying. Well, Jodariel uh, from Pyre, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Yes. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Later. Uh, don't worry, guys. All right. I'm <laughs> moving on. We'll come back to my pick for best girl when I have more time to think about it. Um, we're going to go into Lasting Effect. This one I kind of took as a game that um, afterwards stuck with you, not necessarily for the day or for the ending, like the duration of the ending, but the game that you came back to or it shaped your way of thinking or you had an emotional impact weeks or months down the road. Um, and for me, I think this will come as absolutely no surprise to anybody, but I chose the original Life is Strange because it is, I think, the only game on this list that I have gone back to time and time again the only game that i still occasionally visit the subreddit on the only game that i remember having vivid emotional reactions to months after i finished it just by listening to the soundtrack so for me that like that game defined this category it wasn't even yeah. close with anything else see i had a hard time i um i struggled in between your pick for the same reason but I kept looking at a game on this list of games that we've played that I'm like, I just keep coming back to this. And I keep thinking about it for some reason. Okay. It's Papers, Please. All right. I don't know why. I don't know why. But it just <laughs> keeps coming back to me. Maybe it's the kind of work that I do. Like, I do a lot of paperwork and stuff like that. And so I look at a lot of demographics. So it's kind of like very reminiscent of that. And I think about it a lot. And like, anytime I look at new, watch news and stuff like that, it just... For some reason, it just sticks in the back of my head, and I love the art, I love the music, and, like, th that, that song plays in my head constantly. And as far as I'm concerned, it was also our first episode, right? <laughs> yes, it was our first episode, so <laughs> and you will not hear mention of our un un unborn episode anywhere on this, this list, so don't, don't, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> this one just is unexplainable for me, but there is something about, like, the, the story. I didn't even get all the endings, but, like, there's something about the possibility of all these endings and just being in this situation and, like, the real hardships of life. Mm -hmm. Like, I look at that and I think, like, wow, like, I have it easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. To this, no, I this, think this fictional family that actually exists, you know what I mean? Like, very high possibility of this exact situation, you know? I think that... Not exact, but totally makes sense i can completely understand where you're coming from there i think it was one of the games that did the best at combining like mechanically what you're doing with effectively what they are trying to get across and mm -hmm. so i can definitely imagine why that would stick with you above and beyond a lot of other games so yeah. i can respect that i think overall okay. it's a good pick it's a good pick cool. duncan Final answer papers, please. Fuck life is strange. Wow. Wow. Yeah, just okay. Just okay. I see how it is. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. I like see it. how dropsy fares when we get to worst game. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, you better not. Dude. You <laughs> fucking better not. Dude. I will leave. I will leave right away. Man. <laughs> all right. The next one right here is mm -hmm. uh, 
most mechanically interesting. So this was a weird one to name. We wanted to do something that was like what we had the most fun with, I guess, is is we play a lot of story-based games, so there's not a lot of time for fun when you're you know, focused <laughs> on the story. So uh, They just you know, tend game... to be mechanics light. Yes. What, 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 what game really tickled our fancy for mechanics? And for that one, I'm going to have to answer Inside. Really? Why, uh, yeah, why it was, Inside? It was, close, it was close between Doom and Inside. Uh, I just liked all the puzzles. They were kind of fun. And I liked... There were some that were really frustrating, but... When it came to it, between Doom and this, I just think this game, like, did more for me. And I'm speaking mostly, weirdly, about the end. Uh, I have a spoil here, but, like, you turned into this, like, big, weird flesh golem of just hands and, like, feet and weird. And I just loved playing as that thing. It was just so much fun. I liked it a lot. Okay. uh, It was just fun. There's no, there is no, like you know deep story on why i liked is just it's just really fun to play with as, as that especially when you're so limited when you were uh when you were playing as the boy mm. it felt like you're like I'm, I'm just a little boy and i have to avoid all this thing and then you became this goliath of flesh so it was really between this and doom because doom was just good mechanically yeah fucking godsend i think i i definitely understand that coming from the ending i think the rest of the game kind of left something to be desired and like i thought the puzzles were at you know okay but at the end i didn't think they were more interesting than the puzzles in most of these other games so yeah that's fair but i do i do understand the ending definitely like the power dynamic switch was really really quite good um for me personally i i kind of went back and forth on this a little bit when we initially had it labeled as most fun um, I was toying around with the idea of Doom because I think it's one of the most fun first-person shooters I've ever played in my life. Yeah. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, with uh, a little bit more about like you know, what we're trying to do with this podcast, the type of games we're trying to play, and what's definitely more encompassed by most mechanically interesting, uh, I had to go with her story because I think okay. it is the only game I have ever played that is even remotely like that. Uh, and I had such a good time and was so enthralled going through the different videos and trying to piece things together and having notebook pages of like dates and subjects written down next to me so I could try and make you know a better sense of what was going on. It was it it was a game that is barely a game, but is also more of a game than a lot of the ones on this list. I, I don't know. It's really yeah. interesting like that, and I think it's also by far the most accessible game on this list and to do both of those things at the same time is an incredible feat so i really think it 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 had to win out in the end yeah no i i think that's a really good pick i guess i didn't really think of it like that i i i kind of forgot how much fun it was to search the Mm -hmm. phrases and then have all videos pop up with that phrase yeah i kind of forgot how much fun that was so good pick yeah sorry to doom you almost got it on both fronts you almost got it unfortunately just you're just not there you couldn't make it on best protagonist and you can't make it here you're just a bad game obviously you're winning none of our awards you won no awards when you came out you're a trash (laughs) game nobody likes doom it's obviously a joke um so So, moving on from there we're going to get to a category that is always particularly fun to talk about in an audio only format which is best art um this one i i don't know but i kind of think it's going to go the same way for me this was a pretty easy slam dunk i don't even have anything else written down it was it was pyre all day every day um i think it's 
there are other games that had really cool and distinctive art styles, but as standalone art pieces and the way that like movement in the overworld happens, Pyre to this day is one of the most artistically interesting games that I've seen in a long time. So I just I there wasn't it's really a lot beautiful. of competition. It's fucking beautiful. Supergiant makes the best like painted scenery, the best characters. Their character design is fucking off the chain. It's ridiculously it. good. It's so good. It's so cool. Yeah. There's nothing else to say about it. Just Google Pyre and you'll fall in love with Ruki the dog. Like, you'll fall in love with Jodariel <laughs> and whatever about the human male. Who cares about him? He's just there to be a human male. Hey, you know he was I mean? a good guy, all right? <laughs> he was a good guy, but he's, you know, he's just a human male. He's no, he's no Ruki. He's no Jodariel. He's no whatever the imp's name was, which escapes me right oh, now. Oh, Tizo. Tizo. Tizo the wise. Oh God, oh, Tizo the wise, my man. <laughs> These of the Wise had a pretty great silhouette. Just like, I don't know. All the scenery was beautiful in there. The, even like translating the silhouette of the drawn characters to the 3D model of the like the players in the, the astral basketball. Like, oh, it was great. All the animations of the 3D models were really cool too. And they were all really just like super readable and fantastic. Yeah. I really love that game. And it's, it's so, the artwork in there is so sparse in terms of like, how much you get with the, you know, you basically get three 2D frames of each character model uh, and yeah. a couple, you know, obviously the 3D models are really good, but they're not, you know, they're not much. It's one 3D model that looks the same every time you do it. Um, yeah. But in terms of communicating so much with what they do and what they have with the inside of the wagon and how that changes and the, yeah. the structure of the world and the arenas that you go to and what that conveys about the lore without you even having to read it is just phenomenal beyond anything that i can say a couple kisses for you mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm assuming that's that was your choice as well yeah 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 easy obvious <laughs> had to be easy yeah had to be uh, my second pick like if i had to pick second was detention but you know detention was cool too uh, inside would have been close on that list i think but yeah it wasn't gonna i mean it just wasn't going to be no, I, it wasn't gonna happen our next one you know this is this is a big one this is a big one boys the best story best story we're playing a lot of narrative based games here and what's our favorite story though overall mine gotta be detention i really liked it all over encompassing just really enjoyed uh every facet of it where between like uh kind of the mini stories that were happening in between it of what was going on in the past and then the overarching like what's happening with this specific character uh, there's a lot of good twists and turns, and it made me feel a lot. Uh, it may not have been very relatable to me, but like, I I did feel a lot in that game, and it was uh, it was very good. Totally. I really enjoyed the story. That yes, I agree on on most of those accounts. I will say, detention got my honorable mention that I wrote down um, because detention keeps getting honorable mentions. Always a bridesmaid, <laughs> never a bride for me. Um, so. Detention was great, and I liked it, and I think about the story from time to time, and I think about, you know, what it was trying to convey and how well it did some of those things, um, and especially the fact that it was just from a Taiwanese developer was so interesting because we just ha- we don't play games like that because we don't yeah. have access to it's them, and they're not story, as popular there. Um, it's just a story that I never would have tapped into in my entire life, and I'm so happy that I got to hear it yeah and understand some of the the things and it is the only story that has actually made me learn something about the history of the world which i do think is really really impressive 
Yeah. Um, but in the end, it did only grab the honorable mention slot um, because my my best story of season one and two of Thoughts from Player One does you definitely said. have to go to Soma. Um, okay. Because I think that Soma is one of the only games I have ever seen that can distill um, philosophical concepts down to something that makes sense from story beats and then actually make you question them while still maintaining an interesting story and interesting characters throughout the entire way to the point that I was gripped. And I think a lot of games that we've played have had phenomenal endings. Um, I think Detention had a phenomenal ending. Uh, I think... Most of the games, I personally think Firewatch had a phenomenal ending, um, but I think Soma's ending, like the last few frames before the credits, mm-hmm. just like kind of still give me goosebumps thinking about how well they pulled that everything off. Um, yeah. Something that was like so obviously told to you, but you didn't actually recognize it until it happened. Uh, top to bottom, I think it is one of the best stories told in video games, period. Yeah. It was my second pick. So we had, we had the exact same first had, and second yeah. pick. Yeah. Aw. How cute. How cute. Uh, I did want to say, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this here. This podcast, I think, has made me turn the corner on horror games. Because I never, ever wanted to play a horror game. And my top two best stories were <laughs> horror games. And my best surprise was Doki Doki Literature Club. So I think maybe hey. season three is like the time when I finally embraced the fact that maybe I do like horror games. The good ones are really good. Yeah. The bad ones, the bad ones the are bad pretty ones. bad. Oh, no. <laughs> I think what happened was just, like, you might have just been exposed to so many bad horror games that, like, or horror movies or anything like that where it's just all about the jump spooks. Mm-hmm. I think if you look about any of these horror games that we've played, the jump scares have been at a minimal, like, yeah. very minimal, like maybe one or two per game. Yeah. The tension levels have been very high. The actual scares themselves pretty low. Um, I mean, I think yeah. that's just something that because I had never interacted with, I didn't really like, I hadn't prepped myself for it. So I had horrible yeah. anxiety going into it and couldn't handle it. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's kind of something that I've gotten over since we've actually done it a little bit. So horror games, cool. best genre of, of, of Thoughts from Player One, I would say right now. Wow. Well. Well, yeah, that's a good one. So, All right. our <laughs> our next I like category, that I like that one, was uh, needs to be played. That's that's this that's the game that you go to all your neighbors and you say, "Hey, listen, neighbor, you gotta play this game," and you give it to them. <laughs> yeah, that's I've done that in my life for sure. Just knock down the friends. doors, be like, "Hey." We've never spoken because I don't talk to my neighbors because it just seems awkward to me. But yeah, here's this digital video game that I'm going to hand you a Steam key for because I don't have disc <laughs> copies of any of these games. You should really go play this. Anyway, yeah. I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Bye. Talk to you never. Yep. yep. So uh, my pick for this one was the Doki Doki Literature Club. I spread it like fire, man. I told everyone they needed to play it. And I love talking about it to people who just finish it. I love talking to people who are playing it. It's a necessity for people to play that game to me. <laughs> you cannot be Duncan's friend unless you have played and enjoyed Doki Doki Literature Club. I don't even care if you don't enjoy it. I kind of do. play it. If you don't well, enjoy it, you're dead to me. You don't have a fucking soul. <laughs> well... Wow. Taking like, hard just... stances and hot takes at season three, Duncan. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> okay that gave me a little, little cough cough uh, I know so uh, I just 
I really enjoy, like I said, just listening to people play this, and I think that it's a great infection, like, that <laughs> it, it just, like, makes for great conversation about things and, like, getting to show someone and discover something. And I think this is a topic that I didn't get to touch on in the real Doki episode here, is I think the reason I, after so much time reflecting, I think the reason I like these kind of games, because I've noticed that I really gravitate towards these kind of games, is when I was a kid, right, like, you know, and I played a game, all I could look up is cheats and, like, there was nothing like I didn't know what was behind, you know, this or that door. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the gaming like community now is so like there's everything everywhere that, you know, and can access. And there's not a whole lot of surprises. What you see is what you get. And I think that's just part of growing up and being like, oh, I know what a video game is now. You know what I mean? And I think why I like that game so much is it flipped that idea in these kind of games, flip that idea of what a game is or like what a game can do and um, just made me really happy about that. So it's fun to discuss that and discover new ways. Yeah, uh, that's good. I wish you would have brought that up in the Doki Doki episode. I really wish. We could have had a better episode. I didn't realize it till like a couple weeks ago and I'm like, man, that that's really rediscovering my like fan, like, like, like not fantasy, but like. Uh, wonderment of of games and being like what else can i really do with this you know what i mean what else can be done yeah so i think that's totally fair and i i will say doki doki was very high up on my list i did consider it um but at, at the end it, it didn't quite make the cut when i just again we left these very very vague um so needs to be played could be viewed in a lot of different ways i, I took it mm-hmm. very similar to how duncan did but as opposed to like you know, looking at to spread the game like wildfire, I, I did take it a little more as games that need to be played, like, because this is something that A, wants to be talked about, but B, also, like, is something that has a very good effect or has a good, like, distillation of its message or something along those lines. Um, yeah. So, although Doki Doki was high up there, as was Soma, because I think that was really good, too, in the end, I did decide to go with Papers, Please!, uh, wow. Because I think Papers, Please is a game that, A, is very, very good at, like you had mentioned earlier, kind of like seeming real and and putting you into the shoes of that real person, even though they don't exist, but they may you know, exist, uh, which I think is something that a lot of games are – games are very good at – getting their message across but they're not always good at getting their message across with their mechanics and and because this game is so good at it i think it's really interesting i think people should play it because it like you said expands the idea of kind of what a game is and can do uh, and also you know hopefully it would inspire people to make other games along the same vein to just tackle topics like that that are you know not great like topics that are difficult to to address and discuss and make people understand and i think this game does that very very well it's also uh, and and kind of the other definition of needs to be played and like in order to understand this you need to play this uh i think it is a game that you can explain but if you explain it it sounds dumb and if you play it it works perfectly um Mm -hmm. so it fits kind of every definition of it I can really see it being used as a tool of, like, understanding something. Like, I I said this a couple times in my life, and then every time I go, ooh, that was a dumb thing to say. Like, <laughs> oh, hit me. I think it could be, like, I think it could be, could be played at schools, you know what I mean? Like, really understand that kind of, like, uh, suffering in culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I, I completely agree. I think, as so. you know, especially in, like, you know, high school, college-level courses where people maybe would 
have the understanding and, and be able to understand both mechanically what's going on and what it's trying to represent, um, especially, you know, with with the era we live in where there is so much of this that is easy to access that information about like, oh, this country is, you know, at, at this state where they're horribly oppressing their people. It's really easy to read that and not get a conception of what it is. And it's easy to watch a movie and barely get a conception of what it is. And it's another thing to put yourself in those shoes and have to make those hard choices and understand kind of like what those people are going through to a degree, obviously. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it is you, like, you, it is just a game. And yeah. Put it, it out. And then you, yeah. You know. Then I go fucking eat a bunch of food and buy medicine and it still have money left over because I didn't make $50 <laughs> on the <laughs> day buy, and have to buy a hundred dollars. Yeah. Really <laughs> expensive crayons. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it is the only game that uh, is on this list that, is able to combine the two mechanically and, and story beats so interestingly to make such a, a powerful product. And and for that reason, I think it, it did top out Doki Doki for me. Well, yeah, I, I can respect that. <sighs> Alex? Duncan? You want to take us into the next one? Yeah, so after needs to be played, we're gonna hit the really hard hitting topics. Um, oh, you know, we've we've one. been a little soft with with best art and story and needs to be play and like lasting <laughs> effects. So we're gonna we're gonna hit yeah. the serious ones here and and try and really hammer out what we think was the best Sonic level that we've played thus far. Um, Sonic Adventure <laughs> Two Battle that is. Yes. Um, yeah. And you know, I really I went back and forth on this one a lot. You know, I, I consulted some of my friends. I had some heartfelt talks with with other people <laughs> and with myself. Um, I, you you I, considered the lasting effects on your response I, to like culture. I did. I did. I, at one point, I just had a Ouija board and I just kept yelling <laughs> Sonic and moving it around, and it, that didn't help too much. And then his big fucking white glove moved it to Escape from the City. It did, but then what Spiritual it did was actually glove. move off of Escape from the City because that level sort of sucks. <laughs> And wow. uh, it, it moved on to the only level that I think I have ever praised in our entire Sonic Adventure series, which was the level on the aircraft carrier, um, which I just called aircraft carrier because I don't remember the name of the level because what? it's all one blur of garbage. Where you're, you like, running about? along the big ship. Oh, and the like, Sonic level. Yeah, okay, and they're, yeah, like, yeah, bombing yeah. it for some reason, and then you hop onto a that rocket that suck. flies you to, like, the fourth. No, that was the only good level we've played. Duncan. What are you talking about? What are you... The Amigo. The Amigo The Amigo 38 was... 38. It was dumb. It was fun, it but was it was cool. dumb. You were fucking shoe running. <laughs> you were shoe running? Oh my god. You don't you do were, that in Sonic. You were float shooing as Shadow along the highways. Yeah, I it was get really that. Cool. But like it being really Shadow cool. was not a prerequisite for being best level in my case. You know, we both know what the real best level is, though. What's that? It's the one with the lonely statue. I mean, the lonely statue is actually, <laughs> I should have mentioned this, lonely statue was my, my second pick for protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you don't know this, but it's an antagonist. Oh, no. Oh, it's going to turn around. Oh, this game's going to get crazy. Lonely statue. <laughs> for those Thinking of you dumb. who don't know, you should Go check out the episode Lonely Statue. Yes. I think that's what we named it. I, it is. Go check out Follow Your Rainbow. It's a series we do where we play through Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, and it's so much fun. Um, it's, yeah. So that, that I, I think the aircraft carrier was the best level because it was the only level where I was like, you know what, Sonic? I enjoyed that. I would consider playing that again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't. <laughs> That's the important part. Yes, I, absolutely. I have not touched that game unless we are recording in 12 hours or less. I think the more ridiculous, the better for uh, 
for Sonic levels. And I think yours is pretty ridiculous, but I think the, like, you know, like, 60-story high highway and, you know, shadows stealing the Chaos Emerald from the embassy, I I think it's pretty great. Or from the Federal Reserve. From the Federal Reserve, where they keep all the most important Chaos Emeralds. Uh, man. Uh, Alright. Next. Next. Next, next one. is you. I'm I'm running out of awards, man. I'm getting low we've, on them. We've got four awards left to give. Bear with us. <sighs> oh boy. Oh boy. All oh right, boy. Uh, this next one is Am I on drugs? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what this means. <laughs> I just <laughs> came up with a fucking category. I, I came up with it, but I didn't really know what it meant. So I think it's just open to interpretation. I guess just like whatever you just felt like most like, wow, this is weird and I'm just, I just, this is bizarre and, you know, you know, psychedelic-esque. Nice. Okay. I'm ranting. I got it. Uh, you're, you're delaying, Duncan. Give me your pick. Dropsy. Dropsy. Ooh, yeah, just like so you would much... drop acid if you were doing drugs. I got it's, you. It works. It's, a... <laughs> it's such a very, like, visually colorful game that's got, like, I think the fact that there's, like, no text in it and it's just kind of, like, See, I sound like I'm on drugs. You do sound like you're on drugs. You sound like you're either on drugs or haven't played Dropsy. (laughs) I've played Dropsy, man. I've played it twice, all the way through. You played it twice? Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. I I really like this game. It's it's so unexplainable why I like it. And all those dream sequences he has. And, like, if you were to ask someone who, who just dropped, you know, like, dropped a lot of drugs, what kind of game, you know, like... Like, I don't know. I feel like a clown that's actually an alien that's trying to make everyone hug him is, like, some kind of weird, like, piece uh, of, I don't know. It's just bizarre. It sounds like you're describing a dream that you had while you were super (laughs) tripping on something. I know. Like, there's a clown, and he tried to hug people, and then there was this, like, fucking pharmaceutical company that was, he was trying to get... (laughs) aliens but the aliens were the clown and then like yeah i i can understand he had he had like uh, a mouse and a bird and then they turned out to be really big and have giant teeth and And they were killing everyone but everyone hated the clown but the clown didn't do it the clown didn't do it (laughs) i love it i love it so that was my response that's a good answer i did it very poorly can we just cut to you yeah i mean we can just have you saying am i on drugs and then like cut to my answer and then we'll just move on from that (laughs) all right sounds good uh i i this category was like duncan said pretty open to interpretation um so i just went with the game where i felt like i would have had to ask myself that the most times um, which was not dropsy, though you do make a strong case for it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think there is a strong case to be made for it. Whether or not you made it, we'll you know discuss later. But <laughs> I, I went fucking post review. <laughs> I went with uh, with the first two episodes of Kentucky Route Zero. Um, uh, definitely yeah, more fair. the second one that's than fair. the first one. Um, yeah. When you're like going through fucking non-Euclidean geometry world to get to, like, different places where sound will randomly cut out, or when you 
go to a storage facility that used to be a, or the storage facility that oh is a God. church now or when like a bird picks you up to take you into the forest and you just see people playing in front of you running as different characters like it's I'm not exactly sure if this is how drugs work but <laughs> it's like I took an upper and you took a downer mm it's I'm fairly confident that's not <laughs> with my super extensive drug experience uh, because I like, get on mine's the all drugs like colorful <laughs> and like erratic and you know like about hugs and love and maybe it's just different kinds of trips I don't know I mean you... someone who does a lot of drugs out there should explain yeah I mean it sounds like like we took very different drugs and mine just sort of evened out the whole time and yours just got yeah. fucking like. Somebody said something that put you into a bad trip, and you got buck wild right when you were about to come down from it. <laughs> yeah, I agree with their Kentucky Route Zero, though. That's a pretty good pick. I For some reason, I just glazed past that one. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I mean, Dropsy. I'm glad you picked Dropsy, because I think they're both really good picks for this. I think, honestly, like 50% of the games we played would have been good picks for this. Um, honestly, dude. Honestly. We play some a- of the scenes, like, yikes. We could just do, like, the scene in Life is Strange Before the Storm episode, like, two, where you see your dad, and that, that, oh, I mean, yeah. that's basically, you are on drugs for more, like, yeah. or less the entire scene. Um, but those were our picks for um, that category. <laughs> what, what a great category. What a good category <laughs> that was well fleshed out and perfectly, perfectly decided on what this- it would be beforehand. Moving on to our next category, we uh we followed it up with worst game. This is uh, this is the category that we wanted to put in because we had too many positive categories, and we really we like to keep it level on this show, uh, tearing people yeah. down as much as we build them up. So, yeah. fuck um, you. And this one, you know, the, it could be worse for a lot of reasons. Whether it you know the message the game was going for just fell completely flat. Whether it was not fun to play. Whether it was poorly written. Um, just. Whatever you kind of felt made the worst game that we've played, uh, this does yeah. not necessarily mean the game is not has no value. Just that on on the list, it was our least Alex, favorite. Stop padding it. Stop okay, padding. all right. I had three things picked out initially. I should have had four, but I forgot to Whoa. put one of them on there. Um, so Sonic Adventure Two Battle was on the list. It did, what? It wasn't the worst. It didn't make the cut. But I have found nothing redeemable about that game except for the fact that we're making fun of it while we play through it. (laughs) So there is that. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Dropsy was initially on the list, but I did cut it. It didn't didn't make worst game, but Dropsy made the initial list because I was frustrated most of the time Uh, and thought the ending sucked dick. Right now. I know you could, but don't because I didn't choose it as worst game. Um, what I did choose as the worst game, which should come as no surprise to anybody, was Contrast. Um, yeah, a game gross. that the episode we recorded on, I think we said that it had good music, and that was about it. Um, <laughs> the game was mechanically a... had an interesting concept that it just failed to deliver on on all fronts, uh, which is a shame. And also, like, the art style was very close to being super cool but not really super cool oh it was so close it It was was. so close to being what i wanted it to be and it just it just ended up being a shitty xbox game yeah and then it delivered what i can only consider some of the worst writing and voice acting in the history of games we've played so (laughs) i think we might have done a better job voice acting. we did a very good job voice acting so that's not fair but (laughs) Um, overall, yeah, yeah, that game just far and away, it's it's the one on here that I would say 
maybe listen to our episode and don't play the game. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, my pick was also Contrast, but an honorable mention to The Fall. The Fall like that The game. Fall should have been my fourth. I think it maybe just it stayed up it kept its head above water by having a somewhat engaging story. It was okay. It just it just didn't grasp me and it just the the mechanics were so bad that I couldn't really like get into the story because I was too frustrated with the mechanics. Kind of like your dropsy thing. Yeah. That's how I experienced the fall. Well, just, I also think the story of dropsy was bad, to be fair, but... It's not really about the main <laughs> story. It's just... Oh, I someone had <laughs> fucking beat you, man. I know. I know. I'm not saying it's a bad game, just that it was not to my taste. All right. That's fair. That's fair. The fall... The same, I, I just... Yes. The, the fall, fall had just actual issues. Too generic sci-fi where like soma is like brilliance levels of sci-fi writing and the fall is like mm, i couldn't write a story like like someone from you know like a different team wrote the story and they didn't actually like hire a writer like you know what i mean like the 3d modeler wrote it but like i don't know it, it just seemed kind of weak i will say know? in the fall's defense there it is part one of what's supposed to be a three-part game so i really really <laughs> hope that when it comes out uh it's supposed to come out q1 of this year um, that we we play it and do an episode and are just totally have turned the corner and just like wow they really did things we weren't expecting and it's great I really hope that happens but as we'll it see. sits that's yeah you're you're right we'll to say that it's not maybe great yeah yeah so moving on here <laughs> best music <laughs> who's who's got the best tunes and I think we this we we. We we might have taken this in two different ways here a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, we did. But it's this is to me this was like while you were in the game, what had the best music? Not going back and like listening to it, uh, being like, oh, this music is just good by itself. Mm-hmm. But like good music while you're playing the game. So for me, I just picked Pyre because yeah, it it applies to both. I love. It in the game because it was exciting. It was always different. The soundtrack is huge. It's amazing how big it, it is. is. I love all. Soundtrack. I love all the Super Giants podcasts. They're not podcasts. <laughs> Whoops. I love all the Super Giant yeah. albums performed by Darren Korb, I believe. Yeah, with vocals that usually added by yeah. Ashley. Barrett. B B Ashley B Ashley B. I'm so sorry. You can't remember your name, Ashley. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's uh that was my favorite music. There are some top tracks in there. I love Snake Soul. Uh, I don't remember the name of the song, but it's the one when you're competing. I love the credit song. Uh, There's just so huh? It, it it's great. You're 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 not wrong. They those songs are standalone phenomenal and in the moment added a lot. So I, I definitely Every think time that's fair. I, I just love that every character has their own theme song. That, that's oh, yeah. my favorite thing is like Listening back to the theme song, being like, oh, he's that character, and like just kind of getting a feel for all their instruments, and it tells so much about their personalities. Again, like Alex had mentioned about the art, it's like you can tell so much about this character by their song. That's why I love Snake Soul so much, is just this bog witch, gross, like conjuring, and you know, just a lot of gross witchy sounds in there you know what i mean i love it yeah that 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 was a phenomenal soundtrack through and through i don't think there was a track on there that i was like oh that didn't work um and which is impressive because like you said it's like 30 something songs so yeah they did a really good job 
Um, I had such a hard time with this one because I took it like Duncan said a lot. Uh, one of the ways I took it was how much did the music fit or enhance the situation that it was a part of? Like how much of the the effect the game was going for was music dependent? How much did that ev- evoke the scene? And then also how much was it standalone good? Um, so I actually have four things written down and I haven't decided which one it is. So I'm just going to kind of go through them all. <laughs> and then at the end, I'll tell you like which one I picked because I'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, I did want to give an honorable mention here to Contrast. Because I don't think the game had a ton of great music, but it had a couple of yeah. really, really good songs that were very, like, kind of jazzy, sort of like, you know, I don't I don't know what era I'm shooting for here because I don't know enough about jazz sure. history and I don't want to sound like a fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, but, like, they had a lot of, like, jazzy, bluesy tunes that really fit and, like, were the only part of the aesthetic that I think kind of just worked. Uh, I don't think the game had enough stellar music for it to win this category, but I do want to no. give it its props because that was the part where the game was like good. Also, the fucking song at the like intro menu is baller, so that yeah, that deserves something great. there. Um, Pyre is obviously on this list for all the reasons that Duncan said previously. I'm not going to go into this <gasps> again. What? Nothing. <laughs> um, next on the list is Life is Strange, the original one. Um, I would feel weird giving it to this because it's all licensed music, but also I think those songs were so deeply ingrained into the moments in that game that I can still listen to those songs and kind of have an emotional reaction, uh, and they just chose very good songs through and through, so that that is a deep contender. It's more like a mixtape for you. you yeah, know? it's like a mixtape to my heart, and they did a good job with it. Uh, and then last and not least is Doom, because they had some yeah. very good metal tracks <laughs> that just yeah. perfectly fit what was going on in that game. Uh, yeah. And they they punctuated the scenes and got your like your blood pumping, and they made it fit so perfectly so that the music lined up with the beginning and the end of a fight. Uh, and it just... And I loved, I loved that, like, when you would... This isn't really, like, a... It's kind of like a music cue, though. But like when you would uh, do the kill thing, what's that called? When you the got glory close kill, you, yeah, the glory kills. It would always like ramp up the music, like and then you would do the thing. Yep, like it was so good. They had the sequence yeah. at the beginning of the game where you're on like an elevator and you just got the shotgun and like the music ramps up right before the doors open into Mars and like on the last two notes yeah. of the song you cock your shotgun twice and it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I was really torn between those three. Um, I I think honestly I would. Pr- I think Life is Strange is probably your thing. I I, I don't know. I know. Just... It's just it's so weird because Life is Strange, like the music in it that is not the licensed music, is still good, but it's not See, as good. Here's what it comes to. I think it does it come to favorite music or best music. I you know what I mean? Because favorite music, I think Life is Strange takes the cake for you, but best music? I don't know. I think that's where you're coming into conflict. So I think, honestly, they win, like, three different categories, because I think Life is Strange wins favorite music. I think Pyre wins best music, and I think Doom wins best implementation of music. Um, yeah, which is like, I'm, I'm down with Okay, that, cool, because I didn't know which one of those I was going to award it to. So thank God we yeah. just came to that consensus there at the last minute, because yeah. that was going to get rough. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't feel so strongly about the Life is Strange soundtrack. I think it's it's good, and it's you know it it, it got me in those moments, but it didn't you know it wasn't so much obstacles like though. 
obstacles and that Amanda Palmer song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know how to get me. Those are the only two songs though that I really like. But Mountains by Message to Bears. I don't even know that. That's the one that plays during the scene when you go back to the junkyard in episode four. Um, Oh, but oh yeah, right, right, right. Lots of good music. Um, So that that's best music. That was a hard one for me, but I'm glad we got through it, and I'm glad we came to a good consensus there. You know, it makes me realize. Are you a you're a big big video game music fan? Yeah, totally. Me too, man. I mean, video game music is like, it's good for a lot of the same reasons that uh, like music soundtracks to movies are really good, right? Just because they yeah. they are songs that are designed usually with a purpose in mind, like a specific thing that they want to emphasize in mind. You know, you you yeah. listen to a movie soundtrack and they're scenes or mute songs that were largely developed in the background of a scene that they knew what was going to happen, um, and it's the same thing with with video game music. And then also you like some of the feelings they can evoke, like the feelings of adventure you can get from listening to like a Legend of Zelda song and the feelings of, of mystery you can get by listening to some of these songs from like, uh, you know, like like Soma uh, Detention. I couldn't really ever find the soundtrack for us. So I don't remember most of the songs. It, that, it's got some it's got some good ones, but they're mostly ambient. Yeah. And like the Dropsy soundtrack fits so perfectly with what oh, it is trying to do. My God, this that does definitely I forgot. I've listened to that album so many times. I don't know how I forgot to mention. That. I think Dropsy soundtrack love... wins best in names of songs. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I had not a lot of music awards. This should have been the the video game Rams. Oh man, how good! <laughs> <laughs> so I think we can move on and, and close out now yeah. with a favorite favorite game, which is just a very general game. category about like, hey, this is this is not what is the best game that we played. This is not, you know, what would you give the highest review score to? This is like, hey, what was your favorite game of all the ones we have played? Yep. Um, and I guess I can start. And yeah. I I had a bit of a, a kerfuffle with this one, too. Um, Same. I yeah. wrote down four of them again. I crossed out <laughs> Firewatch immediately because although I liked it, I don't think it was my favorite. Um, I wrote down Good. Doom because I think it was the most fun that I had with the game, but I think at the end I wouldn't give it to that. Uh, I also wrote down Papers, Please because I think it's the most interesting game that we've played, maybe. Um, wow. That and her story are, are probably tied for that. But in the end, again, to nobody's surprise, I did have to go with Life is Strange Season 1 um, wow. because that's just like – that. I mean, that's the, that game is the reason we're doing this podcast that game That's is true. the reason that I wanted to do something like this and interact with that many more games. Uh, that re- the, the, that game is like, I still have some trouble understanding why I connect with it, and I think I am starting to understand that a little bit more. And I'll probably talk about that in an F like strange episode. But that was definitely the game that that stuck with me. That was the game that I have tried to convince people to play. That was the game that I've played and watched a full playthrough of it and then convinced and watched somebody else play through the entirety of it and they're not, it's not a short game so it, it definitely no, it does not. definitely in the end wins my my vote for favorite game wow well you know i understand it i get it yeah but i, I while while i love that this that life string started you know started this this little little uh little little, little podcast we got here <laughs> took you a while uh, for that word but can't give it my favorite can't give it my favorite. That's fair. It's just not my favorite. That's fair. It, um, different strokes, different I wrote folks. down three. Okay. Different strokes for different folks. I wrote down three. My my final answer well, will be Pyre. Okay. I love Pyre. Okay. It's a great game. 
I love the characters. We've talked about it a lot. Yeah, go listen to our Pyre episode, or maybe don't. You know, just no, (laughs) please don't. It's my favorite game, but my least favorite podcast episode. We did it zero justice. That is fair. We totally uh, listen to the dope editing that I spent like four hours doing. Oh my god, it was so. But also, just try not to hear what we say in between. Yeah. Um, I also wrote down uh, Doom because it was just. It's just the most fun I've ever had with a first-person shooter, yeah. and I really don't like first-person shooters. Like, I genuinely, <laughs> like, play no first-person shooters. The last first-person shooter I actually completed was Halo 2. I cannot wow. think of another one that I've played. I mean, I think it's telling how much we both liked Doom, not just because it was on both of our lists, but because we did a podcast episode on it. And, like, yeah. look at every other, like, look at her story <laughs> and look at that dragon cancer and look at detention and right. life is strange and pyre. <laughs> and then, like, wrap your head around the fact that we were like, we got to fucking do one on Doom. Like, yeah. it is yeah. not a game that should have had one of our episodes on it, but we did it because we both enjoyed our time with it so much. And we're playing it at the same time, which worked out well again. Yeah, very well. Um, I actually had four written down. Whoops, I counted wrong. Uh, counted to four I, wrong? I, I, <laughs> I uh, wrote papers, please, down. Okay. It's had the same reason Alex did. And you know what? I put Doki Doki on the list, too, because uh, it's too. It's still too young. It's still too young for me. <laughs> that young Doki Doki. is my favorite game that we've played. It's just, it's, it's just, I can't make it there yet, because it doesn't feel right yet. Because it came out like, a, you know, like, I, we played it like two months ago or a month ago, so I, I think the lasting effects of it haven't gotten me yet. Mm-hmm. But I definitely really love it. I'm deep into the memes. I'm like <laughs> deep into the know, memes. I'm, I'm deep into the theories. Deep I like into that Babsuki soundtrack. Idea. I love the. I love some of the songs. Uh, best music. I can't win best music just because there's only like three songs that I really really like. Yeah. But you know, um, what they do. With the music and the editing of that, I really like so. So no love for no love for Dropsy in consideration for her favorite game, huh? It's I. It used to be one of my favorite. It, it still is one of my favorite games, but I, I see its faults, and I love what they do with it. It just can't like. Uh, when I really try and like take it apart and understand why I like it so much. It's almost like a like I'm a special snowflake. I like this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just really like that it's different, and that's about like that's a big reason. Is like it's it's so different and weird and yeah, kind of bizarre. And uh, I guess that's just why I like it. And I don't think that's enough to carry it to be my favorite game. Yeah, I think that's that's totally so. fair. Again, I wish you know I wish we could give all of these games their just dues um i think detention maybe deserved a spot somewhere on the list of like favorite game just because it was so interesting for what it did um but i I, you know at the end of the day we got to pick one and and i think you made a fair choice of pyre mention uh yeah so i did want to throw you know shout outs to other games we played here that we didn't talk about we didn't talk about that dragon cancer at all um, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. which I mean, I guess given that the only way we talked about contrast, maybe that's not such a bad thing. Um, <laughs> I think that might be the only game that didn't show up on either one of our lists at any point. Uh, obviously, the itch.io yeah. games did not, and the long forgotten and always remembered Oxenfree also did not show up on either of our lists because count. we that don't have count. an episode about that, and we never did. And don't worry about not it. Not eligible. Not eligible. Um, though that episode might have won best teens if that was a category, but. 
Oh my god, we forgot about best teams. You know, I thought about it before we recorded, and I was like, we could do a best team. No, no, that's actually just two (laughs) games that would be on that list, and one of them we deleted the episode for. So What? No, there's more teens. We got Life is Strange, and we got Oxen Teens. Doki Doki's barely teens, okay. What do you mean? It's just, it's not a teen game. It's like an anime girl game. (sighs) Well, if I had to pick best teen, I'd pick Chloe. I would also pick Chloe. And honestly, I didn't ever give you an answer for best girl, but that's because I was deciding yeah. whether or not it's Chloe. Um, yeah. And it might be. It's be- it's honestly probably between Chloe, Max, and Catherine from Soma. Uh, wow. Yeah, Catherine's... Catherine's very good, but she's also not like a person that you can interact with. Oh. Well, she is, but she's not. And that uh, therein lies the good part of Soma. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I would probably give it to Chloe, I think. But, it, you know, that might just be the blue hair thing. Cause blue hair is like, I really like blue hair. Um, Ooh. Alex. <laughs> I just think it looks cool. I just cool. discover this a This is not a kink, Duncan. It just looks good. Uh, it's a kink. Jesus Fucking, Christ. I'm telling I'm telling Michael. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Check out our Doki Doki episode where we have a special guest, Michael. Yeah. Shout out to, to Michael. <laughs> Hopefully he'll join us for an episode in season three sometime. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's that's gonna conclude it. Do you have anything else you want to add? Anything you want to show? Any other shout out to? Any other honorable mention? Um, if we played Undertale, <laughs> which we didn't, so not even worth talking would, about. It would contest for best music, and um, and a favorite game. But I still think Pyre would have won both of those. Wow. Maybe best music would have gone to Undertale. But if we yeah. played Undertale, so, it would contest for the unwritten category of funniest game, and that's about it, though. Wow, funniest! I thought <laughs> I thought that game was hilarious. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Not maybe for some of the meme reasons, but like you know, for yeah. when they tried I, for real some humor. reason, that's all I can think about. Like. You know what I mean? Like, because it's all everyone picks on. Man. Yeah, but like the fucking robot cooking show fight, like that was so good. Or, yeah, you know, like it was all that good. was really funny, was a hilarious game. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, we'll get to play it. Sometime. Yeah, we'll hit that. <laughs> one up. We'll hit that one up in season three, Duncan. Calm down. You fucking better. You will. Jesus. So, uh, if any of you want to, you know, write us back, tell us what you want to play. Some games we're looking at, you know, are uh, we're definitely going to be playing the next life of strange episode that'll be the next episode so watch out for yes. that one um and we're toying with the idea of doing another series you know uh you ever boys ever heard of a game called danganronpa mm-hmm. something like that <laughs> How i don't know if i pronounced that just correctly but you know might do a longer series on that i mean it's kind of it looks interesting our long form series have notoriously been our most popular episodes so <laughs> Alex says robotic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's a, that's an idea we're tossing around. Um, we have a couple other yeah. games that we have, you know, been talking about doing and kind of wanted to do. Um, just you know, if you have any suggestions, any game that you think we should play, any game that you want to hear us talk about, uh, feel free to shoot us an email. Our email is thoughtsfromplayer one at gmail dot com. Uh, you can mm-hmm. hit us up on Twitter at at thoughtsfromp one. We do have a Facebook, mm-hmm. which we will post on again now that the break is over. That's Thoughts from Player One at Facebook. Um, I think Facebook.com slash Thoughts from Player One will take you there. But again, I do not understand how Facebook works very well, and it. it's very confusing. It. 
Um, Facebook it. That's our social media. You know, maybe we'll get like an Instagram this year or something. You know, that's the kids are still on the Instagram, right? I believe the kids are. They dab on each other on Instagram. <laughs> they dab on each other. We got to get a Tumblr. Ooh, the Tumblers. I feel like Tumblr is maybe going out of style, isn't it? Oh, I don't. Alex, I could be wrong. I, I don't. I read the demographics, dude. Thirty percent of our viewers are tumble tarts. That oh, oh whoa! I hate that word. Want on a record right now? How much I hate that word, and I never want to hear it again. <laughs> um, so I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You tumble, tumblemen, tumble enos, tumble, 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 tumble people, tumbler users, tumble, tumble, folk. Yeah, t- tumble folk. There we go. Um, so yeah, well, uh, you know. Social media presence is going to be off the chain. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, rate us on iTunes. I think it's still, like, a thing that is helpful to us. Maybe. I don't understand podcasts, man. Like, you'd think we would at this it, point. It's but. not going to help us. Like, it might not help us, you know, do make reach more people, but it's going to help me emotionally. That's true. Because, listen, I'm a wreck. <laughs> Guys, look, Duncan needs this. <laughs> okay. It was a bad break for him, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, All right. Well. So yeah, I think that's here's that's to 2018. 2018 is going to be a good year. It's thoughts from player one. It's the year of thoughts from player one. This is when we. This is when we take over, man. This is when we become the only <laughs> podcast that people listen to. Oh my god! Can you? W- the pressure. I can't even wait to be the most famous person on this big blue planet Earth. <laughs> Can you imagine? I really try not to because it gives me anxiety <laughs> to even think about. It. Well, you know, maybe when Alex comes, he's coming back in my area, mm-hmm. not specific, but in my area. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get to do, you know, some face-to-face live episodes. I know that won't mean anything to oh, you. Oh yeah, it'll sound exactly but, the uh, same, but yeah, but you know, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, you know, if people want, we can like toy around with some video content and see if that's <gasps> maybe, maybe. Alex, <laughs> are you talking about two cameras? Like, both of our faces? Well... Or, like, recording something? Like, recording some. Well, I mean, like, recording video. Like, I don't know, Duncan. It's... I. This is an idea that we haven't discussed beforehand, and I shouldn't have brought it up on the podcast. Alex, are you talking about a Let's Play? I'm not talking about a Let's Play. I was thinking, like, a live about? cam show, Duncan. God. Wait, you talking, like, Twitch? No, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. I, I think we could do something fun. I think there's a couple of games that we've talked about doing that would only work if we did a video format with them. And I would kind of like to do oh. those, so you know. We'll, we'll Alex, that's that. a let's play. No, it's different than a let's play because <laughs> yes, we call it, it a we play, and it's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> twenty eighteen is going to be real fun for us. Twenty eighteen is going to be a year. Uh, like we said, give us a little leeway on the next few episodes, but also uh, finish Life is Strange, so you can you know go through that journey with us. Life is Strange before the storm, episode three out now. No, Duncan. Would you like to close our first episode of season three with just whatever you feel, whether it's the same or something different? That's all the beef in the pot, boys. <laughs> <laughs>